Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots Bay Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Wade Miley and Trade Stuff. And ask me questions if I was confusing. Sometimes all, every single one of those darn stars align. And no, I'm not specifically talking about the Cubs waiver claim of Wade Miley. I'm not specifically talking about that. Though it certainly fits in. Sometimes all the things fit together. And there's a story which lets me run on Twitter for a while. Then I do a Patreon article, which I did. And the Patreon article includes a name that you may be interested in if you are interested in international potential international Cubs free agent signings. Potential, not saying it's going to happen, but it's a name. Um, I'll even throw Brazil in because that's where he's from. So I, I, I did the Twitter thing, then I popped over, did a Patreon thing, then I came back on and did some more Twitter, and then went to Bleed Cubby Blue. And now it's like, hey, you know what? I got a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, just enough to justify a podcast. Just enough to justify a podcast. Because of all the stuff that's going on. And I know some people, have, some of you will listen to the podcast, some of you will read the Patreon, some of you will read the Twitter. Some of you won't do anything, but then you're probably not listening very much. Um, everything lined up, everything lined up. Major league owners don't all think exactly the same. They don't. Many of them, though, do. Many major league owners are thinking, you know what? I've got a cash cow here. I don't want to spend money on player talent. I want to spend as little on talent as possible and have fans show up and win more money because Rob Manfred goes out and makes me more money. I don't have to do anything. Rob Manfred is going to make me money. I'm just going to sit back and let it happen. And there are some people who criticize Tom Ricketts for doing that. Maybe they were correct. Maybe they weren't. You know, argument can be made either way. Um, But as of right now, the Cubs are in fairly good financial shape. Tom Ricketts still don't want to spend a whole lot, but the Cubs are in pretty good financial shape. The only even remotely albatross contracts that they have are Jason Hayward and David Bodie. <laughs> and David Bodie's is very minimal. Jason Hayward's is more. But for each week that the lockout continues, Jason Hayward will not get paid. And I don't think that's going to break uh, Tom Ricketts up a whole lot, really. I really don't think it. I don't think Tom Ricketts is going to cry much over that. So uh, the Cubs are in good financial shape. They really are. They're in good financial shape. The The question is how to attack the current scenario in good financial shape. And of course, 
Cubs fans, oh, go out and sign Correa, go out and sign this guy, go out and sign that guy, go, 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 spend it. But Jed Carter and, uh, Jed, Jed Carter did it again. Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins are, no, let's not do that. Let's just sit back and wait. Let's just sit back and wait. Let's just, oh, oh, hang on, wait a minute. The Reds are placing Wade Miley on waivers. Okay. What that ends up meaning is once the Cubs claimed him, the Cubs for $10 million, eight figures, low eight, very low eight figures, got a guy they could plug into the rotation for this season. Did really well last year. Like, baseball reference had him at about six wins above. That's pretty darn good for uh, $10 million. Um, don't know that he'll do that well. Don't know that he'll come close to that well. But he pitched well last year. You know, what else can you go off of for $10 million. And to get him for $10 million, they gave up no prospects, no draft picks, and no international signing space. Just got him. Just got him. So if he comes in and even has half the year he did last year, half the year, then round about trade deadline, Cubs trade Wade Miley to somebody, and bam, they get another 45-plus prospect. See how that works? It's not about prioritizing 2022. It's, does this financial action make sense? Does this financial action make sense? You're walking down the street. You're walking down the street. You're in your best. You're in, you're in your, your your Sunday best. Your whatever it is, whatever it is you, that that really nice suit you have, whatever it is, and you see a nickel on the ground. Are you gonna pick it up? Maybe yeah, maybe no. See a quarter on the ground. Are you gonna pick it up? Maybe yeah, maybe no. You see a fifty dollar bill on the ground. Are you gonna, you're gonna pick that up? Because it's a good financial decision. Sometimes, perhaps, maybe, a nickel, a quarter. No, I don't want to make people think that I'm... Bah, 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 bah. If it's a $50 bill, you pick it up. Why? Because it's a good financial decision. Wade Miley made sense financially. The Cubs had the seventh waiver claim. What the other executives were drinking that got them to think, yeah, nah, I don't want that. I... I I don't know, and really, I don't care. The Cubs took financial advantage of the situation. Cubs fans want the Cubs to go out and spend money on Carlos Correa, on this guy, on that guy, and that guy, for seven years, for eight years, for 14 years, and... No! No! At least that's what, I, what, what the resounding noise was today. Let's go out and pick up a guy on a one-year deal for $10 million and lose absolutely nothing else in the process. Seems logical to me. Um, I'm trying to figure out which things are Patreon, which things are podcast, which things are Bleed Cubby Blue, which things are just Twitter. If you think I'm doing a good job, feel free through Anchor, through Patreon, to support me. You guys are uh, reasonably good at that kind of stuff. All these things have uh, support the artist kind of things going on. 
you think I'm worth supporting for a couple of months, support me for a couple of months. If you don't because the economy sucks or I'm not all that good or whatever, then don't. If I don't deserve it, I don't deserve it. But uh, I'm out here. I'm trying to provide you some value. My Patreon even gives you a name to know about. But uh, I'm trying. I'm providing you information that other people are not. Part of the Wade Miley pickup, part of the Wade Miley pickup, and some people are going to balk and cry and complain. And, uh, Wade Miley, if he does well and the Cubs struggle, Wade Miley will trade. Wade Miley will trade. Two things I want to talk about about trades today. Um, possibly you knew them already. Possibly you should have known them already. Possibly I should have known them better already. I'm going to say him now just because. Um, with the World Series over, if a person decides they're going to try to do the faux trade thing and look into who the Cubs possibly might want to be looking for in exchange if they are trading this person or that person. 2021 draft picks are now trade eligible. They were not up until the World Series concluded. Now that the World Series is concluded, the team that made that third round draft pick that you kind of like and you know, the, the, make a faux trade for them. Make a faux trade for them. You can now trade for 2021 draft picks. So if there's a faux trade going on, Let's talk about it. And uh, when somebody does the... I, I, I love the Wilson Contreras fake trades. I just love the Wilson Contreras fake trades. Because the Yankee fan Wilson Contreras trade is... We, the Yankees, will trade the, the Cubs. Gary Sanchez and some slag heap guy for Wilson Contreras. I love those. I love those. They're so absolute garbage um what i like to respond with is well base your trade with the cubs on the most recent trade with the cubs the anthony rizzo trade in the anthony rizzo trade the cubs got two rated prospects on fan graphs both of whom were notable in the yankees pipeline so if you're trading for wilson Contreras and you want to toss Austin Wells plus a prospect, then yeah, maybe that maybe that might be. But but if it's Gary Sanchez is the key, forget it, and they disappear because many people don't have any remote idea on their pipeline. And based on Cubs trades, with the exception of one, pretty much every Cubs trade has been for a prospect. Pretty much every actually there have been two. There was the um, Kimbrel trade, which was Craig Kimbrel for Cody Hoyer and Nick Madrigal, neither of whom were prospects. And the other was the um, $1 for Trace Thompson trade, which was not for prospect. But the, the majority of the Cubs trades since a year ago have been principally, if not exclusively, for prospects. So yeah, if the Cubs are going to make a trade, it's probably going to involve a prospect, and the prospect is probably going to be the pull, the draw, the reason it's being done. And with the Kimbrel trade, while Hoyer nor Madrigal were prospects, they both have cost 
control well on into the future. One other thing about trades to mind, with the Miley acquisition in mind, is when a team is making a trade, this guy for prospects, this guy for prospects, this guy for prospects, whether this is how it's actually done or not. I've never been involved in trade discussion where two executives from major league teams are bouncing stuff back and forth. I haven't been in that room. I haven't been on that um, conference call. I haven't been on that Zoom talk. I haven't been involved. I have not been there. One thing I think possibly gets overplayed, and possibly I will overplay it, uh, possibly I've overplayed it in the past, possibly I will overplay it in the future, but I'm just saying as of today, Friday, the whatever, the November it is, possibly maybe it gets a little bit overplayed is the positionality. Possibly positionality gets overplayed. Sometimes people are, the Cubs absolutely have to trade for a pitcher, a pitching prospect, or they absolutely have to trade for a third base prospect or a right field. Pro Get the best guys. Get the best guys. You know, if, if there's a if there's a guy who uh, this guy's a B plus, that guy's a B, that guy's a B minus. If you absolutely need the positionality on the guy who's a B, that's fine. Take the B. Take the B if you absolutely need the positionality. But realistically, take the B+. Plus. You don't know which guys are going to work. You don't know. You don't know how Reggie Preciado is going to play out. You don't know how Christian Hernandez is going to play out. You don't know how any of those guys are going to play out. Sometimes you're better off just taking the best available player. With the Cubs getting Wade Miley... I did not see that coming at all. I did not see that coming at all. In fact, all the people who are covering Major League Baseball that didn't say, oh, by the way, Wade Miley is on waivers. Where were you? 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 That I wanted to know. That I wanted to know. I don't want to hear 74,000 names of people who declined or uh, were shot down or whatever regarding the Mets job. If Wade Miley is on waivers, tell me that. Don't tell me who the Mets aren't hiring. Tell me who is on waivers so I can assess that. That seems to make sense. So yeah, as the Cubs look to make trades at the next deadline if they're not in contention. It's not the end of the world. You don't jump off a building because a team is right-sizing themselves, especially if they're doing it in a proper fashion. Soon, the Cubs will be past the Jason Hayward contract. They will be closer to past it by the time the next regular season game starts. They're almost past it already. The Wade Miley pickup was absolutely brilliant. It might not work, but even if it doesn't work, it was brilliant. The Cubs added a starting pitcher. What was it? 32? Do I have? Uh, 
I looked it up a couple minutes ago. He either made 28 or 32 starts last year. 28 or 32, either one. That's pretty darn good. You know, that that's reliable. He could go out in spring training and blow out his elbow and people say, oh, that was a stupid pick. No, it was actually a very astute pickup, whether it works or not. There is the, does it pass the logic test angle of things? And then there is the, did it work out? Two completely, entirely different things. A team can draft the absolute perfect player, but he could have a knee injury and be completely useless for his entire career. It's still the right pick if it was the right pick. If it was the right pick, it was the right pick. The decision and the execution, the selection and the payback are entirely different. This was a very astute trade. It bumps my 40-man roster question a bit. Um, Instead of my 40-man roster goal being 34-35 with the Wade Miley edition, the 40-man roster goal is now 35 or 36 because with Wade Miley, that's one less addition the Cubs will have to make in the offseason. They're not going to have to wrangle to go get a starting pitcher for a season. They already have him. So now the 45, the 40-man roster uh, goal is 35 or 36, not 34 or 35. Um, nobody has to get non-tendered because Wade Miley was brought in. Somebody like Wade Miley was going to get brought in probably for at least that much money and probably not with as uh, good of a season last year. Uh, this was a very astute trade. And as you continue to look to moves for the future, mind the talent, not the position, and also mind the 2021 draft choices. That's about all for today. I will have another one up soon. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share, hit like, hit subscribe, all that kind of stuff that people say on social media. Have a great day and enjoy your weekend.